Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Tonight we have a special guest. Let's call him right now. He's he's agreed to be on the show. Okay. So let's see if he picks up. Good after good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Hold on. Can you hear me? Oh no 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 no! the The show is not a video. It's it's audio. So how are you doing? Oh, um, same old, same old. Uh, uh, what was it? Another day. Another day, another dollar. Well, you can't say another dollar. So. <laughs> so, um, so what are you doing? The are you staying home during this time? Uh, um, what the what what uh, what the medical people told me and the medical uh, while I'm going through science and everything else. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm staying home. <laughs> Good. Um, for unfortunately now, it's 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 weird because um, you want to make an income. Yeah. And trying to make an income all the major jobs are basically closed and all the essential jobs are the basic jobs that you can get sick so it's like saying you know with me with a precondition being as i had a history of being asthmatic yeah i can't work i you mean right now everyone's at the same level so mm-hmm. i can't really work at mcdonald's yeah something like that you know so, i i ran you know, into that with education no, I agree. I agree. I agree with you on the education part. Yeah. One. Well, because you know what I did I, I, when I, when we were getting ready to go back, and I shouldn't talk about this, but I'm no longer employed by them. Um, they, you know, I said to them, "Look, I have I have a concern," and they said, "Oh yeah, we have things that are put up in place to protect you." And I'm thinking that's a load of bullshit. So I started no, no, no. to I started to plan my exit strategy then. Well, well, here's the thing, and I'm gonna tell you like I told everyone before. Yeah, I'm not calling this an epidemic. It's or I'm it's already a plague. I mean, if if we want to live medieval times, also we're living during a plague. Uh huh. Now, <clears throat> now here's the thing. This play, every plague has done something to change human, uh, human history, yeah, and, and also change how society, but you know, society reacts, you know, adapts. Mm-hmm. Now, by saying this, this is a war between biology versus economy. Uh-huh. Economy is moving, and on the winning on the winning side, we have we have people telling us stay indoors. Um, don't be crowded in areas. Yeah. Um, wear masks. Be mindful what you do. Mm-hmm. Be healthy. Uh, be mindful for others. Okay. And, but for some reason, um, you have the economy side, which is basically a bunch of people who are not working, who never really work, yeah. telling other people they need to go work mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. And in reality, that is that's the most selfish thing to be. That's about selfish thing to do. I agree with you. Um, um, and for a country that calls themselves Christian, it's so unChristian. It's not. It's not. Well, how you say Christ-like? Uh-huh. It never was Christ-like because um, you have. Now, I'm not saying all churches is the house of God. Right now, I would say majority of the, the problem, predominantly the problem is just house in this country is evangelism. Yeah. Because they, wor- yeah. they worship the almighty dollar. Yeah. And unfortunately, that that um, stigmata is getting with the, 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 the Catholic church as well. Oh, yeah. Most um, definitely. Because think of it. Oh, you you know you and I you and I talked about this. This is this is why I might see I'm a baptized Catholic, but I'm not I'm not a practicing. 
And we weren't allowed to go to church in the 80s because my father knew about the abuse that was going on in the Catholic Church. And it was certain family members who would deny it. Oh, that's not happening. And it wasn't until years later they said to my father, you know, you were right. And my parents early on, you know, said to us, always think for yourself and question authority, especially when it comes to the church and question the government as well. And, um, you know, my here, here's what I learned during this time. Um, a lot of my friends would deny what's going on. And I'd say to them, you know, you don't deny science because science is always going to win. I mean, our purpose, man's purpose is, is we ate the tree of knowledge. Our purpose is to, to learn. And, yes. And so, and, but the, the problem about that is, um, like, well, like, for me, like I said, growing up, I was predominantly, I went to private school. Uh-huh. I went to, uh, back to school. And I went to Jewish school, and he was with me. He was school, and I went to, um, mm-hmm. and then like my high school years went to uh, Catholic school. Okay. Now, uh, from what I've seen and learned, and what I understand from the Book of Love, and what Christ is saying. History, well, and the thing is, I told people this when I was in church. Every time they were, you know, preaching, I was going straight to the Book of Revelations. That was my thing. I was like, mm-hmm. because I was like, uh, I hear the same stories about Moses, blah, blah, blah. Been there, done that. We know that story. Mm-hmm. Let's get what's going to happen to us now. Let's mm-hmm. get what we can prevent from happening today. Yeah. And, pre- and what's so sad is that we have, there are people who are actually trying to make the prophecies. These man-made, the prophecy that was warned that we could prevent it from all this from happening. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like uh, history is repeating itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it? Church was always supposed to be separate from state. Yeah. Separation, separation of church and state. That's why God gave the Hebrews their first king saw. Mm-hmm. It was like, don't mix my laws with man's law. It doesn't work. It would never work. Mm-hmm. And some, and, but, and then you had, when Christ came, and you see now, we have politicians siding in with mega churches. Yeah. The almighty dollar. Yeah. Yeah. And what's so funny, when the first stimulus check, which everyone should have got, Half of it, most, not even half of it, majority went missing, mm-hmm. which made everyone, which went, which made every average Joe mad at each other when they should be mad at the guy who's supposed to be the really the guy who's actually handing out the check. Yeah. So somehow the guy who's handing out the check saying, "Oh, we made a mistake." No, no, no. How you can make a mistake? Mm. Because major corporate companies got check our money. Social Security is our money. It's not their money. They did not earn that money. We did. We the people earn that money. Yep. I want to ask. I want to ask real quick. What 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 name do you want to use on here? Because you know you can. No. What what name do you want to use? Do you um, want to use your real name on here? Or do you want to use a stage name? Uh, what was the uh, church mouse? You want to go by church mouse? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> You, um, who was it? Like I was saying before, and then you had, um, corporate got money, then you had mega churches got money, same as Catholic Church, mega churches that shouldn't got any money, period. Yeah. And so, and then you got millionaires still getting money. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, there are some people, these rich people, did catch up and say, hey, this is not our money, and gave it back. Yeah. Yet you still have not heard anything else from all these other people giving money back. And then one thing they said is like, instead of what they're saying, giving the money back, like, oh, we're giving it to the employees. Dude, you just got $48 million. You yeah. have that many employees working in that church. Yeah. So. And and also, you know, they were they were telling people to go back to church, which is so dangerous. 
Well, that, that, that's the thing. Now, they can't, and I hear say, I don't like people calling themselves Christian because the things they, the actions they do compromise that title. Okay. Now, I go to church. Mm-hmm. All the small churches, the real churches, real pastors, they're like, they, they, they're, they're shepherds to their flock. They're protecting their parishioners. Okay. Now, small churches, they're doing what they should be doing. What Christ is saying doing. If they, um, right now, people need food. People need, they're helping out. their small churches giving out food drives. Now, if there's people want church sermons, like our church, they're having Sunday service either on Facebook, Zoom, or your phone or something, which today, to hello, folks, is modern times and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the, here's the, now, here's the wolf of sheep clothing. The ones that be telling you, oh, y'all need to come to church. You know the reason why they're saying y'all to come to church? Money. Because they never had to, cause, hold on, they never had a real paying job to get a social security. So you either realize those mega churches, those mega buildings, that's property tax. Yeah. They can't afford to pay that. That mega uh, um, pre- private jet, they can't afford to pay that. Mm-hmm. That big old house. Yeah. Two people live in an eight-bedroom house. And then they got, they can't, that's what they did. That's why they're so screaming, oh, y'all need to go to church. Don't believe. Now, that is, honey, that's Revelation right there. Okay. Revelation does say that there will be a lot of churches, a lot of pastors too, not being called upon because they have taught their ways of self-gratification, which is, or, 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 or being very judgmental, self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. Every, the thing is, everything Christ is saying, like, remember when Christ came into the church and started, came in, uh, to the synagogue and started whipping, uh, whipping the Pharisees and the Hebrews because they were counting money? There's the, they ha- that's history repeating So mm-hmm. Politicians, corporates are dealing money within the church. Mm. I was going to ask you, um, do you think... Why the, why the people of the world are dying. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think that you know who. I don't like to say his name. Do you think he is a modern-day Caligula? No. What? what, what I, I don't... I mean, I, you, there, there are so many titles to call him. Okay. I mean, you, you mean he called himself... If Once he called himself the chosen one, automatically he called... Once you automatically call yourself ordained by God and you have so much... Deviancy in your history, you are the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the you're the opposite of Christ. Yeah. When you when you should be when you should be uh helping the low the the small Joe. No, you you what you're doing. You're you're helping out the your friends and stabbing the small Joe in the back. Look, you see how he treat our own veterans. Mm-hmm. A man who deserted should. I mean, I mean I'm sorry. That part right there, when they say he was saying all that smack about the military, yeah. I'm sorry. How come we? Uh, we're, how come not, we don't have U.S. marshals like knocking on the last door and say, "Okay, we got to arrest you now because it's gone too far." Yeah. Well, you know, um, he claimed that he didn't serve because of bone spurs. That's what he claims. That, that still, if you have known that you have never served time, yeah, you should never. Ever speak down about the military? Oh, I agree with my you. family. All my family's military. I get all top. My, I mean, yeah. When he said that, it's like, it's like you just spit on every war veteran in history. Mm-hmm. The savior, if, I mean, the thing about if if we did not do this in certain time, his family would not be in this country. Yeah. Well, you know, my when when 2016 happened. My father was so upset one day and we're like, what's wrong? And he felt, my dad's a Vietnam vet. He was like, he felt everything that he had fought for was in vain now because this asshole was in the office. That, that really pissed him off. Oh, hun, hun. Our founding forefathers, they're spinning their graves. Oh, yeah, it's most like, definitely. I mean, I, don't, I know America has a bad, dark history. I'm glad people are finally noticing it. And, yeah. and right now, instead of, instead of Find each other. Go to. I mean, it's like this. Another thing. If people, if people are so bored, there's a Barnes and Noble. Yeah. There's a library. 
go educate yourself. Oh, yeah. And they have ways to do it to educate themselves. And there's PBS. Yeah. PBS has always been there. And he wanted to defund that. And, and, and you know what? And, that, and see, and, and, and the thing is, I don't know how Republicans or Democrats, that's Republicans. Yeah. And people who call themselves Republicans. And let me get this to, get to get straight, because I don't know where people think, oh, we're Republicans. You're not a Republican. If you're a middle class person, you're not a Republican. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If you like, oh, you're white. No, no, you next to me. I'm sorry. You never. Democracy is the people. And I always say, you're, when people say I'm Republican, I'm like, really? Yeah. Cause I, it's like it's like cause it's like it's like saying it's it's like you're that you're like you're that person and you're that person in the room who's with a, a with a bunch of rich guys who's mm-hmm. waiting to get a piece of that pie. Yep. And they're like laughing at you because you gave you helped buy that pie. You know, you gave some money to help buy that pie, but now mm-hmm. they're eating all up. They ate all the pie. You look at there. You're looking hungry, and you say, "Why there's no pie left?" And they point the finger at Democrats or, or another average Joe of them. Do you know, as you said, pie, it made me think of the Jefferson's theme. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We finally got a piece of the pie. Piece of that pie. Yep. Oh, yeah. And like I said, biology versus economy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, when this, this was all going down, see, my dad's a scientist. And I would go to a friend's house and my dad said to me, this is like the 19th of March. He says, you know, you need to stop doing that. And I said, what? He says, you don't get what's coming. And I said, okay. And so I, I did what he told me, you know, and I started wearing the mask. And um, I remember I had a friend, she wanted me to come over and watch a movie. And he, and he says to me, you need to tell her. She don't get it. She was like, oh, this is paranoia. And, and I told my dad and my dad says, you need to stop hanging out with people like that. Well, it, well, I, it's sad because I know we because humans were social creatures. Yeah, and and um, well, you look at the Latino I, community; I, I, they're I, very social. Well, I'm such well, but the thing is, I noticed there's more extroverts, introverts. I'm an introvert. I'm a homebody, and yeah. and then I do I like my alone time. Yeah, same here. Um, I love, and the thing is, I, a lot of my friends are introverts too, and mm-hmm. I noticed, and a lot of them, there, it's like. We want to hang out. We have to plan out, and it's easy. And, it, we, and it's, we're all the same because we don't really hang out with other people. So it's like, oh, we we'll go hang out. It's like four of us in the house. Yeah. And it's either what we're playing, what Dungeons and Dragons or you know, <laughs> card games or you know board games yeah. and stuff like that. But um, but and we uh, but and then the thing is, a lot of my friends, and I think it is all my friends are military a brat. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, but um. In a sense, plus my my parents, my uh, are the uh, my um, God rest her soul. She was a doctor. Okay. And I know, and and for and if she was alive now, oh my goodness, she like, she, for me being the runt, the baby of the family, and being the sick one, the sick one, she, like I automatically know there's like she's in the back of my head telling me, don't do this, don't do that, like mm-hmm. I'm like there's times I'm like oh I want to go out. Uh huh. Oh like, yeah. And I'm thinking about, and then my then my back, my mom's back of head be like, you know, the, there's nothing under the sun that's changing. The sky's yeah. still blue. I mean, the tree's gonna still be there. That's like, what I was gonna ask you. Um, do you know of people who are hooking up during this time? Because that's got to be a dangerous thing. You, you, you like, like I have. Get, uh, older relatives and my, my mom's a doctor for AIDS epidemic. Okay. So remember, I'm the 80s and 90s baby. So I mean, and I lived with a family member who had AIDS, uh, uh, mm-hmm. dad's baby sister. Um, and but she didn't get it through sex, she got it from you know, because uh, she was uh, doing heroin. Okay. But, um, but you, but in re, it's If if you feel like you have the if you feel like you're the Superman and you need to get your rocks off, it's like you're playing Russian roulette with your life. Yeah, you're playing Russian roulette, especially with your life. now. It, I, it, it, 
is because I'm being people. I know people say, "Oh, I'm healthy," and da 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 da. I'm like, really? Because I remember, um, uh, before this pandemic even hit, mm-hmm. when they for Florida, yeah, like we found out the last minute, so we were having because we were having festivals already happening. Yeah, so we already had white parties. Yeah, and we had a. Then we started having casualties from white parties. Mm. And I'm like, that's scary. And to me, you would think yeah. that would put a red flag in even the gay community, especially even straight or gay, because even gay, straight people, they have their little... Their yeah, little because you're always getting, you know, before you ask someone, you know, when was the last time you were tested, et cetera, can you, can you pull out a condom? And now it's like, what the fuck? Do you wear a mask too? Just to get fucked, and you, and 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 the thing is, you don't. And the thing is, there's so much info and so much little info about this thing because remember, this is a disease that has been compromised by man. Yeah. And so one minute it's say, oh, it, it's it's um, it's you know you can contract it from airborne. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, now. If that's the problem with sex, because sex is heavy breathing. Yeah. And and not only sex is heavy breathing, it's also body fluid. Yeah. So a mask can only go so can also go so far. And you know, this and, is this is like something out of that movie Demolition Man, where I don't know if you ever saw that where Sylvester Stallone wakes up and he's been asleep for I think thirty years and he and and so Sandra Bullock's character wants to have sex with him. He's like, oh, okay. And she puts on those VR helmets. And he's like, what the hell was that? And she's like, sex. And he says, well, what about the old way? And she's like, ew, exchanging fluids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, there, there, I can give you some references that, you know, some books and references of like stuff that will make, you know, human humanity. Cause in my, there my favorite book, I think my favorite short, mm-hmm. uh, scary, uh, is uh, he's the Stephen King of Japan. Okay. And the story is called The Licking Woman. Ooh. And I, I, I'm not going to give this, I, I'm not going to give this whole story. I, if anything, I would tell your listeners, they should go look, look it up. Okay. Um, is, uh, the They've got Woman, it. The Licking Woman by uh, Junji Ito. Okay. Um, the licking woman. At the end of the story, society did not, people did not want to have contact with each other. Parents did not hug their kids. People didn't want to be in contact with animals. Mm. Um, that's, um, that's the end of the story. Okay. That's, that's the summary of how it's going to be. So mm. if, you want, if you want to read some, because his story is more, it's psychological thriller, but also it's like, yeah, it's like either it's kind of like outer limits. It, this shit can happen. Mm-hmm. And and right now we're living in a sci-fi in a sci-fi scenario. It's um, like a Stephen King novel we're living in, and a biblical novel. It's like all we're living. Mm-hmm. So Do you know? Paranormal and sci-fi. <laughs> at the end of the and, year, they're gonna release the remake of The Stand. And you know what's so funny? Yeah. Like, um, there has like there were so many movies. I think I think it was supposed to come out before, but you know, yeah, or or the, you know, and uh, but you know this with this thing uh, this thing happening, they had to push it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if they really wanted, they should just show the original stand right now on television. You know, well, yeah, that's what they know, plan to do. I, I remember Sci-Fi Channel used to show that and stuff. I remember used to them and stuff. But um, well, um, Stephen King, you know, he always had a problem with the ending of the TV movie, and so what they had him do is they gave him the the he was able to rewrite it because he said he always had a problem with how the stand ended, and so this is going to be a totally different ending. Is it now? Is it going by the ending by the book, or is it? So I like, don't you know. know. Remember, remember, TV movies, TV movies or movies don't really go fully by the book. No, no, so, they ab- so. they abridge it. They abridge it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because because they're like I mean 
I I mean I love it. I hated that book. book. Woo, I, I'm like I don't think I get away. I don't think I get away half the shit they have. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Um. Now. <laughs> I'm not answering it. I don't. Okay, it, it's so. it's you know, and they shouldn't be they shouldn't be calling to begin with. It's like who the heck is it? It's just someone trying to sell something. That's usually the thing, you know. But um, you know, to this day, my brother hates clowns because of the it. He made the mistake of watching it with me. It was on TV, the original with you know um, uh, what's his name? Um, Tim Curry as Pennywise, and it was disturbing. And what disturbed me about it was, though, is, you know, he's a child killer. And. Well, well the thing is, the thing is, I, the, the, here's the thing. Okay. And I, love, and I love the different. I love monster movies. Okay. Like I know mom, you do. My mom. What did you think of The Witcher? I love The Witcher. Wasn't that great? I mean, I, I, I love the. I, you know, and it's so funny. I. I I, I'm I'm a gamer and I should and I should be I should be ashamed because I have not played the game yet. I I've never played it. And I and which I which I I should get a chance right now. I'm playing the the two games right now. I'm playing is Call of Cthulhu, and my favorite one is kind of like a Studio Ghibli. It's Final Fantasy, which is Nuni Kuni Two: Revenant of the Kingdom. So yeah. But um, uh, shout out to those people and creators. Oh my god. I mean, mm-hmm. I really, I mean, I'm so. Well, they, you know, they but, picked a really good-looking man to play the Witcher. Of course. I mean, wasn't he? Wasn't he Superman? He was Superman, yeah, but you know, he doesn't need to play Superman anymore. Shit, he can play the no, Witcher. No, no, just trying to figure what movie he also played. Remember, you know, I'm not good with the names. I have to figure out the movie they play, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. Yeah. So this is like. Like those eighties and nineties movies, I'm like, yeah, so and so. Well, he was on that show, The Tudors. I think it was on Showtime or something. The um, Tudors? Yeah. The the guy the guy from um um yeah. that Hugh and Gregor movie that that uh, movie about uh uh what's his name um Elvis Bowie and uh. And um, that punk guy's name, Iggy Pop. Oh, you mean um, uh, what's what was it called? Um, the, it was called. I think I know what you're talking about. Where it, it's uh, uh, Ewan McGregor is in it too. Yeah, and I love my favorite. It's so funny. My favorite song in the whole movie was like boom, boom, boom. Da, oh yeah, da, da, don't da, sing da, it. Don't oh sing my. it. We'll get we'll get in trouble for copyright. <laughs> And I'm like, I remember when I watched in college, I'm like walking the class like, don't, don't sing it. They'll pull me. (laughs) They'll pull me. They'll pull me. And then David, you know, whoever wrote that song, they'll pull me. Yeah, I can't. I, you know what I used to do is I used to put music on the show. And then when they started giving me distribution, um, they would tell me, you know, you got to take all that music off. We're going to take it off for you. I was like, okay. Um, You know. Cause I used to have like a bunch of just music playing in the background and they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you can't do that anymore. It's like, Oh, okay. So like I can suggest things and I can talk about things. Like I did a show about um, Wu Tang, but I did it on one of their particular albums, Wu Tang forever, because it was the first, it was the first time that it was an interactive experience. You know, here we are in YouTube and streaming music but in 1997, we didn't have that. In 1997, what we had was enhanced CDs, which Wu-Tang Forever was, and you could put it in your computer, and you were transported to a whole other experience. Uh, I, you know, now, my favorite, I remember all the 90s, Wu-Tang. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think my Catholic school years was the best year. I could tell my friends. My Catholic school was a, I mean, we were the liberal Catholic school ever. We had gay teachers. Nice. Um, uh, <laughs> what was it like? Yeah, uh, what was, yes, I mean, yeah, I was kind of bullied and stuff, but no, mm-hmm. it was like, also was one of Mr. Popular in the group. Um, yeah. Uh, 
I can actually say we had a raise. We, oh, okay. And because remember, South Florida, we have when the club scenes were getting big. A lot of my high school guys were DJs. Mm, okay. Uh, we had one one Saturday. Our our uh, they let us have the cafeteria, have like you know all nighter. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was like, I told people, I was like, you were bad. <laughs> I didn't experience, I never went to Catholic school, but I had like a Catholic school girl moment when I was, I went to a private college and before that I'd gone to a, um, uh, uh, what is it, um, a local college. And when I switched, hard, when I switched over to the private college, I like turned into like this little this little hoe, you know, it was like I was going out at night and hooking up. Well, I, 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 I you know, I missed that though. I mean, when yeah. I, was, I don't, well, in a sense, we were the fortunate ones because I can say back in high school, I remember I used to, uh, used, I can used to go out, not drink, but go out and hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Some hours of the night and stuff, make sure I came home yeah. and stuff, you know. See, I didn't uh, do that until college. <laughs> Like and um, well, it's different in Miami. My South Florida is like your friends. It's like high school. Everyone we live, my it's a date, it's a county, but Miami's like it's in a rent in a real driving stance. Mm-hmm. So all your friends live far away from each other. So it's like if you lived in Hialeah and then you want to go hang out with your friends who live like somewhere like in. Uh, North Miami, yeah. You got to drive like it's a good fifteen minute driving distance, and it's like, and if and if, ever, if everyone's coming from different you know districts to hang out, and so the majority a lot of us hung out in Main Street and Miami Lake, which is like the high school, like okay. where you hang out. Um, but that was back in the day, and um, uh, but uh, what was it? Oh my goodness! Now. The one thing I do, like I said, the one thing I do miss about, about oh my God, the guys. The, our, now, Miami, we were a mix of, because this were like Caribbeans, Cubans, okay. Jamaicans, yeah. and uh, a lot of folks from South America. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the baseball team. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. That's what I was going to ask you. Um, <laughs> who, and with, you know, Miami's such a diverse area. Um, I've always been I've always been interested in Cuban men. What 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 are the Cuban men like over there? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, your laugh just told me everything. Well, my 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 brother my brother um, is Cuban. Okay. So, um, and um, it's like so, and plus I'm growing up around them, and it's machismo. Well, it's, I think it's. I think it's a lot of Spanish men is that machismo. Yes. That Crazy. Cockiness. And stuff. But it's kind of like, and now, if, depending on the guy, if he, if he had, it's also, in a, machismo and also the way they say with swagger. Instead, yeah. They say swagger. Yeah. If they had that that swagger, they can pull them off. Okay. And there's guys, like, I, know, I know some human guys that have that swagger, and there's some they're like, yeah. Uh, what about the music scene he, there? What What was big in Miami around that time? Well, mm. see, he's got to think about it. No, 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 no. Like I said, you had to realize back then clubs. I remember my first club I went to. I think it was like either a, either in my junior year, mm-hmm. or junior in high school, and this was like a like a eighteen and younger club. Okay, um, and it was actually gay, it was gay night. Um, I remember going <laughs> to the office club. My favorite of we, it was a mixture because I I love music so I had remember I was gothic so but back then it was like I went to the gay clubs with my uh, boyfriend and um and it was like because you had a mixture of the gothic kids they were like because back mm-hmm. then you had your your house music you had your alternative rock okay uh, you had your grunge um you had your hip hop yeah and stuff and, the, and, yeah. and then uh, then your neo soul mm. and Erica Badu you had a, you had a Good mixture. He had a good mixture of music, mm. and um, even uh, new wave was was having to come back. Um, mm. See, you had a more interesting because the the kids that I went to high school with, they were all getting into country music. It was a little disturbing. Well, that, well, the thing is, and that's the thing. My and 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 the thing is, is like even my high school, 
Mm. Uh, my friends say the music was weird because even I didn't listen to like the even the mainstream music they had in Miami. I was because my whenever uh, my family we traveled across the world. My, mm-hmm. my mom, like my mom, she was a, a hippie in a sense, so she loved. She grew. She was one of the first of uh, few mulatto girls to go, to go segregate into all white school in South Florida. Mm. Okay. And she's the first black girl, and she's the first black woman in South Florida okay. to get, get, uh, graduate from medical school. So now she, she was always like she's like rainbow. Like I said, oh my god, my family was my family is blackish in a sense. Mm-hmm. My mom was rainbow. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like I like the grandma on blackish. Oh yeah, that Jennifer was, that, Lewis. That yeah. Was that was funny. That was that, Rainbow was my mom. The grandmother was my, her mom, mm-hmm. and my dad was more the military. The grandfather. Mm. Okay. Because my dad was was my dad was more pious, and mm. it was so funny. My mom was like the well free floating butterfly. My dad was the military bat. So mm-hmm. Like you got peace and war. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, but the thing is, the music selection I had. My mom was into my, since my and my parents were a lot older. Yeah. So I got to listen to 50s and 60s. Mm. I was in, I listened to go-go music. <laughs> Since my siblings were old, a lot older than me, they were they lived in the, the 70s era. So I got yeah. I got to also listen to music during the like, I was wow. raised on the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Yeah. 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 But I was raised also to the associations, mm-hmm. the moms and papas, mm-hmm. the flamingos. Yep. It's like the older bands that people don't want to talk about. I'm like, um, um, uh, what was it? Um, the Chandels. Um, it was like, um, well, those, you know, those one. Hmm? My first, you know who, you know what my first concert was. And here I'm into heavy metal and all that. You'll never believe who my first concert was. What? I saw. Well, she she's still alive. She's a living legend. You know, um, uh, start out in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. She used to be a member of a very big group called the Pips. Is it Gladys? Oh, yeah. I saw Gladys. That's my first ever concert. <laughs> Gladys Knight. And she didn't have the Pips. Her brother was there. He was one of the Pips. But um, when I tell people that, they're like, you saw Gladys Knight? I said, oh, hell yeah. She did Midnight Trains of Georgia because you know they won't let her leave if she doesn't sing that. My first concert my parents took me to see was The Fifth Dimension. Oh! What? Was, yeah, I was, <laughs> let the sunshine in. Uh, um, I got a chance to see Marilyn McCrew. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, now, my favorite thing my mom has ever done for me and I tell people was like um uh Hollywood Florida they used to have like um I hope still do um um every once a month they have like an art show art, like the street will be like art fairing and okay. have, like you know cons like you know bands before mm. but I remember the first time like I loved rock opera. Like, mm. I loved movies, rock opera. I just really wasn't into movies. My mom, yeah, my dad, they loved musicals, but that was, there was, like, there was, they were, they were into musicals that I saw that today people don't even watch. They're, like, people are like, ooh, I love, uh, what was it? People love one movie. I'm, like, I'll say the opposite. Like, people say they love Marilyn Monroe. I say I love Audrey Hepburn. Okay. They love, people Did you love ever see the, the rock opera Tommy? Yeah. Okay. Tommy, but the, no, but the movie, okay. We went to go see, and I went to go see my best friend. We went to go see, and it was so funny, uh, Rocky Horror Picture. Mm, okay. And it, was, and it was Hollywood Circle. The people came in costumes, and my mom was like, and the thing is, my mom just like, she got up, and she was like, you know, doing the whole thing. And, <laughs> and, it, you know, and we started getting in it, too, and stuff. And then later, um, I finally got to see Rocky Horror on TV late at night. It was like a week later, and I'm like, oh, Oh, <laughs> yeah. And so, Why don't you so, come up like, to the I, slab? I, I mean, seeing it live stream, seeing live stream, and it was fun to see people. Then actually seeing it on television, it was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, this is so you're seeing it both ways. You're seeing it on the screen with the stage people, the stage people doing the production, and then you're oh, yeah. on the movie to have a, and it was phenomenal. Um, well, it's a moment, you know. Yeah. 
Mom, I think um, Tommy. I always loved Tommy. My favorite scene was uh, was Tia Turner acted queen. Yes, she you know she did that on her last tour. She did ask the queen. She pulled it out. She pulled it out. You know, she was, she became good friends with Anne Margaret after doing that movie. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it where Anne Margaret is singing, go to the mirror and she, and, um, um, and then she pushes him and then he falls. Uh huh. Yeah. It's very dramatic. I love the part where she's like, Flipping out and the beans come flowing out the TV. Oh God, that was so and messy. Then the, and then the husband comes in and she's just there, like rubbing. Her. He's like, "Okay, walk back out." Like, I mean, would you consider the Whiz an opera? Yes. Okay. You know what's interesting yeah. about the Whiz, though, and I'm. And this is what I know about the Whiz. You know who directed the Whiz? Um, Sidney Lumet. Um, yeah. Sidney Lumet was married to Lena Horne's daughter. Wow. That's why Lena Horne was in it. Now, my uh, love the movie. I my my you know how I love my monsters and my favorite monster scene was the little crinky things. Oh yeah. They started growing. I love it. I was like, those things are cute. I love those. <laughs> and stuff, but um, uh, I still love that part. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> oh my! The City song was, my, was always my favorite. Mm. I, I, was get, I, was, I used to just get up and start dancing to that song. Mm. Um, uh, what was it? Um, now when they redid it, mm, that was I, weird. I now. I like the I like the doors that they chose. I mean, it's already yeah. done. Now my choice, and I was so funny because she was from Kansas. The play <laughs> Dorothy was I. What you know what it was to say? Janelle Monet. Oh, I love Janelle Monet. Come on, come on. Like if they did well, if they decide to do a Wiz movie, Janelle Monet. Oh yeah. And you know the thing is she she's an actress. A lot a lot of people that they put in these rock operas aren't actors. They're just singers. Yeah. You know, you look yeah. at you look at Madonna and Evita. Madonna can't act for shit. Well, you don't realize the, the, the thing about people don't know about the music industry, pop art, there's a difference between artists and entertainers. Yes. Entertainers, yes. They they're like okay, they're they're like Beyoncé's entertainer. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, "Oh, her dance moves, honey. Give the credit on the choreographer. Yes, <laughs> yes. Give the credit to the ghostwriters. Well, you look Give at Tina Turner said this once. <laughs> Tina Turner was like, you know, what she does on stage, and she says, you know, um, what I do on stage, it's a character. She says some actresses have done." worse things off stage than I've done and they're treated with respect. And that's always got her. Yeah. It's like, you know, because you think of the beginning when she was with Ike, the one performance that embarrassed her, she was um in the Rolling Stones Gimme Shelter documentary. And she's up there with Ike doing um Otis Redding's I've been loving you for so long. And she takes it to a very sexual level. And I guess at that point, because of what was going on with Ike, she to this day can't watch it, where she's literally caressing the microphone, and then and then you know like orgasm, she starts you know she starts screaming and singing, and um, you know tell him let me make it no you know and all that stuff, but yeah she well, like I said like I said you can tell the difference between an artist puts their heart and soul into their work yeah and though and then, and then you can also tell the ones who actually went into school training. Yeah, like Lady Gaga. Like, like, like Lady Gaga. Well, Lady Gaga's an artist. She's a prodigy. Yes. Janelle Monet, Lady Gaga. I can name all the prodigies, and you don't. They, I mean, and to me, you have to realize. But the thing is, like I said, my music selection. I always listen to people, other people from around the world. Yeah. There are, like I said, there are a lot of, and like when everyone says, "Oh, listen to Beyonce," I'm like, "Oh, you think you like Beyonce?" Here, listen to this chick from England. They're like, yeah. oh my goodness, I'm feeling so and so. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I, I said, if you can go past the boundaries and listen, like not listen with the radio plays, because mm-hmm. I'm sorry. 
American music is not like I feel like the muse of creativity has left America. It has because even in like because now the producers are just like oh he's making music yeah produce it and the guy could be farting up a storm and they're like oh we just put a beat on it. Well, you know what I've been doing during the pandemic is I've been revisiting the blues because you know it it started with the blues and a lot of those blues musicians didn't get their dues until rock and roll. A lot of the rock and roll artists, you know, like the Rolling Stones. I have the Rolling Stones on TV right now, and they're on mute. And, you know, they gave credit to Muddy Waters because they named oh, themselves, yeah. you know, the Rolling and, Stones. You know, and it's so funny. It's so funny. And I, 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 and I never understand, like, I see I, 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 I've made friends with a lot of rocker guys from around the world. Mm-hmm. And there are they're, and a lot of these heavy metal guys or the, the, the and I'm like, guys, you, you guys are like, I know you guys love you, but do you ever, I mean, you guys should be, like, to me, I think all the metalheads, if you're from death metal to any other type of metal, you should be Black Lives Matter. Because without your head hardcore screaming, without you defying the church, without you helping define the church, mm-hmm. the music, without, it came from us. Yeah. Remember, remember Dirty Dancing? Oh, yeah. In reality, it came from us. Came from the blues, you know? Um, like it came, like it came from, like like I said, like oh, and a great example. And I love, and it's so fun. I've been watching it. It's, I feel like I'm turning into old lady now because I've been watching it <laughs> home now. Matlock, Matlock, his there's his his this episodes are historic. Like you said, like the rockers giving credit to the oh yeah, guys. most definitely. There's an episode where this homeless blues guy was was trying to get by. And this rocker guy and his band's like, says, like you know, heard him playing in the street, and he says, "Hold up, I recognize your music." Mm. And he says, "Oh, how?" He says, "Aren't you so and so?" Said, "Yeah." And mm-hmm. the rich kid invites him, like, "Oh, I play in a rock band." Invites <laughs> the man over to his, his mansion for dinner. Oh says, my! And his and his rocker guy's friends came, and it's so fun. His band comes in, and he said, "Who is this guy?" And he's like, "Oh, this so and so for his band." His rocker friends were like, "Yeah," like they didn't care. I'm like, "Dude." You know, it's like I feel like you guys don't really. You're in, not even for the music. You're in for like for the the, the fame and and yeah. the girls. But yeah. This the guy, this young band leader. He was into the music. He's just like, dude, how you not gonna give respect to the guy who mm-hmm. made us this big? Well, you know, and, he, and he's living and he's living on the street. But then the storyline was the kid gets murdered, mm-hmm. and they blame the homeless guy, mm. and the, 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 so Matt Law had to be the homeless guy. So, to be the homeless guy's uh, uh, Attorney. Uh, lawyer. Yeah. The guy didn't do it, but you know, but the thing is, mm. but the thing is when the, also the guy put Pat in the guy's, the black guy's music so the guy get money. I'm like, that's history. Yeah. I'm like, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Well, you know, um, there was that, that heavy metal musician um, from Motorhead, Lemmy, and they once asked Lemmy, who's the greatest singer for you? And he said it was Little Richard. He said, because, yes. because what Little Richard did was create the rock vocal. People weren't singing like that. And, you know. No, because you know why? Because we were still a church going country. Yeah. Rock and roll was, my dad would tell you what rock and roll means. And I hate to say it. It was sex. Say, it was sex. No, rock and roll. No, it was never sex. Because sex was, remember, the sex taboo didn't come until the 60s. Okay, now, but when they would when say, they say we were rock rocking and, and rolling all night long, they're, they're dancing and rocking and rolling. Oh, okay, okay, you, yeah, I stand that's corrected. Because, it's, you see that, that, they're like, we're gonna rock, 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 without that song that was gonna, because back then, they're like, parents, like I said, dirty dancing, they're like, yeah, they're shaking those hips. And so, um, remember that movie? Oh, um, yeah. What's that movie? Um, <laughs> walk Hard? Mm-hmm. Well, you remember that movie Walk Hard? I've never seen it. And, it, and the guy, they, they he's like, they made that name, like the guy's like, oh my goodness, those kids can be rocking and rolling. <laughs> so. Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I was mentioning this on my show, you know, you got people like Buddy Guy who's still around, and, and then you have the late John Lee Hooker who were influencing all of these people um, in England. You know, it really took the British invasion to basically say to Americans, look, why did you throw your music away? And, you know, um, it's it, 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 a lot of not a lot of different European, a lot of countries like they, they're like, it's either 
why are you doing the music away? Yeah. Why are you throwing this away? And then like, and then they're like, and then they're like, they look and they're like, America, what really have you done, Gabe Vatilla? And it's like, people look at it. People are finally realizing a stuff that America has been giving out was either given out by black, yeah. Hispanic, mm-hmm. and Chinese. Yep, yep. And stuff. Only thing that has been made by, I hate to say it, by gringos is paperwork, laws, mm-hmm. and paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, um, yeah. so what, what have you, I know, I know that you paint, um, have you been painting anything new recently? Right now I am painting, um, a prize picture for, I'm going to do, I'm going to give to the, to the, the city hall for Wilson Manors for the, to the, for the gay neighborhood. So I'm mm. painting. Okay. Painting. And I'm also painting the face. Okay. Okay. Well, this has been fun, Church Mouse. Um, so what do you think of the Dr. Zeus podcast? What? I loved it. I enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, I, would love, I would love to be back on again. Actually, this is the first time. You okay. Know, well, you know, they say the first time is the best time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll have like Gloria Vanderbilt on here. You know, we seance her. <laughs> you know, sweetheart, no, I um, I have to say that I think you are just fabulous, and you know, <laughs> if I was still alive, I would have hooked you up with Anderson because he needs a real man, my dear. <laughs> oh, um, that reminds me. Yeah, have you seen? Um, oh, I was an hour this morning. I was just random on YouTube. Mm. They had one of those old classic cartoons, mm-hmm. and it showed all the classic um, film stars at a bar. And like a, it was like mm-hmm. they were going to some bodega party, like mm-hmm. a local cabana party, and then yeah. like a waiter. And it showed like the it showed like the, the Marx Brothers, May and West. It was, and I was like, oh, I remember these faces. <laughs> and, and, I, and then I saw the one episode with Donald Duck goes into um try to sneak into the music video a music studio yeah movie studio part and they start showing like um what's his name the little uh mickey rooney <laughs> and all stuff and it is but they but the way the characters of these the, the care you automatically know how they are by the characters and what they draw so hilarious but my um when they all realized who he was, who Donald Duck ever flipped out, they all want to get Donald Duck's ad- uh, autograph at the end. It was really yeah. good. I was, you know, and stuff. Oh, I, I missed the old classic Disney cartoon. So it's been fun, Church Mouse. Um, stay mm-hmm. safe and have a good night. Have a good night. Be, uh, be well, wear a mask. Thank you. I'll talk. Ciao, ciao. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, bye. And so, my friends, that is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I want to give a special thanks to Church Mouse, and we had a very fun evening, and as always, unpleasant dreams.